here I am with the Ewings. It is, we're recording this on Wednesday night. Um, welcome to Friday morning of April, whatever. We're in April. I think it's the ninth. Ninth? Yeah, ninth. I don't even know what today is. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is I get to have dental work done in the morning. So, yay. Um, we are in 2 Samuel chapter 19. So, I'll let y'all take it away from there. Okay. Um, verse one, it, it was told Joab, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the troops. For the troops heard that day, the king is grieving for his son. The troops stole into the city that day as soldiers steal in who are ashamed when they flee in battle. The king covered his face and the king cried with a loud voice. Oh, my son, Absalom. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. Then Joab came into the house to the king and said, Today you have covered with shame the faces of all your officers who have saved your life today, and the lives of your sons and your daughters, and the lives of your wives and your concubines. For love of those who hate you, and for hatred of those who love you, you have made it clear today that commanders and officers are nothing to you. For I perceive that if Absalom were alive, and all of us were dead today, then you would be pleased. So go out at once and speak kindly to your servants, for I swear by the Lord, if you do not go, not a man will stay with you this night, and this will be worse for you than any disaster that has come upon you from your youth until now. Then the king got up and took his seat in the gate. The troops were all told, see, the king is sitting in the gate, and all the troops came before the king. God's word for God's people. I say thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. That's right. Thanks be to God. So that's a, an interesting passage. Absalom had uh, was King David's son. He had had uh, performed an insurrection, had raped some of David's concubines, had killed people, and he was hunting David down to kill him. And uh, Joab works together and makes sure that Absalom dies. And then David grieves. Um, yeah, it's a hard story because you can understand why, why David would grieve his son's death. At the same time, his son was trying to kill him, so this makes things complicated, right? right. I mean, so, but Joab, and Joab, Joab saves his skin, mm -hmm. and then turns around to David and says, "You know, the the troops won the battle. We've we've preserved your." got you your kingdom back um you're still alive you have everything to be grateful for and yet here you are mourning and you're leaving the troops with you know extremely low morale and they they're essentially tucked their tails between their legs and came back into the city quietly and you know as if they had lost even though they didn't yeah i guess i would ask the question of y'all and of, of the of those of you who are watching, have you ever done something that you were really proud of, but made to feel like a failure in the midst of it? Oh. Hmm. Oh. Because that's what happened in this story. Right, right. That's what happened. Well, and like you said, it's complicated because relationships are complicated. Yeah, they are. They still are today, so. <laughs> And, and so just like David needed some 
uh, a swift kick to to get perspective. Right. He also needed grace because the loss was significant. Mm -hmm. I mean, how <laughs> how terrible to have your own child trying to kill you, having to deal with the grief of that, and then have to deal with the grief that he was saved and yet feel, oh, thank God, I'm not going to get killed. But he got, yeah, I mean, oh, talk about a mess of emotions. Ah, oh, what do you do? Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and that's probably why Joab was like, okay, you have your kingdom now. Yeah, let's focus on what we do have. And let's right. focus on how your people saved you. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think it's, I think that whole idea of, have you ever done something you were proud of that somebody else made you feel ashamed of? Oh, I hadn't thought about that in our earlier conversation. Would have been a fruitful place for us to vote. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, David needed someone to give him a swift kick. Right. But there's also here, Kurt, the element of loyalty. Mm -hmm. Because what Joab is saying to David is, David, if you don't acknowledge this, there isn't going to be a man to stand with you. Right. They're all going to leave. Yeah. They're going to go somewhere else. Yep. Or they'll go back to their homes and ignore you. Right. Because you made them ashamed. Right. That you asked them to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah. How do, how do we navigate that? How do we help people? in the midst of complex relationships, celebrate those who do help them, even when the help doesn't necessarily go the way you planned it. Mm. Well, and is there really, you know, you, you have to make a choice in that scenario. Mm -hmm. You have to decide which, which avenue is the, uh, the better choice, both have, positive outcome and both have negative outcome possibilities. That's exactly what happened here. Yeah. Um, you know, he, Joab wants him to focus on the positive, but there's also a, a large negative element. He lost a son, but then Joab points out to him, if Absalom was still here and none of us were around, You'd be pleased. Well, but also all of your other wives, all of your other children, and you yourself would soon be dead. Right. So it was that swift kick. You know, I, I think, you know, one thing I'd like to leave people with in this is something you said earlier that most people only know David and Goliath. And there is such a larger story to David and to the Bible than most of our people know. It's vital to get to to do a reading like we've been doing, um, to know your story, right? Because, you know, Carly, you're you are doing something that most adults in the church haven't done as you're reading through this. Uh, most adults in the in the church haven't read any of the Bible, and uh, you're gonna, you know, before you're fourteen, right? When do you turn fourteen? She's fourteen now. I thought you you're thirteen. You're, you're older than Josiah. I get so confused. So when will you turn 15? October. October. So before you're 15 and two and a half months old, you will have read through the Bible. Right. <laughs> You'll be driving. Oh my gosh, sorry about that. But 
<laughs> um, but you know, when you're when before you're 15 and a half, you'll have read through the Bible, which many Christians never do um, their whole life, mm-hmm. and you'll know more of the story than a lot of adults do, and that's a that's a, a celebration for me. Sure. But one of the, as you said, the important thing here overall is that we are lo- un- learning to understand David more so than just David and Goliath, more so than just, oh, he was a king. Mm-hmm. How great. He was a hero. He was a king. You know, David's a great guy. Well, no, that's not the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to get more complex, but that's yeah. not today. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Not going there. Well, let's... the next episode. <laughs> Well, we've got a few more chapters before we get to the the mafia hits. So let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up with prayer so that people can uh, can get through their day. Thank you, God, for this wonderful conversation that that we've had together tonight, and uh, thank you for the scripture that is is this guide for life that helps us know that even when we're a mess, you know what? People of faith have been a mess for ages, but you still love us and you still meet us. You send people to help us sometimes with a swift kick from an unexpected place to help us to get back on track. And sometimes with a comforting word from a a dear friend who walks in at just the right time. God, for all of these things, we give you thanks in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, everybody, God bless you. We'll see you on Monday.